Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, September 30th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Board of Supervisors voted unanimously this week to abandon the Mariposa swimming hole out of fears of liability. The county balanced its budget this year with $7 million in one-time funds and is scrambling for cost savings to avoid falling into a habitual structural deficit. With money in the reserves, bankruptcy does not appear to be on the immediate horizon. But county workers still don't have a contract, and costs continue to rise on pension obligations in the new jail, which hasn't broken ground yet. Assessor Clerk Recorder Katrina Bartlemy told the board that her office is attempting to bring in more revenue for the county. Her staff assessed another 1,050 properties in August and September, but are still facing difficulties generating reports with the software. So that's what makes it so difficult, because we can tell you, oh yeah, we, we assessed you know another... $30 million, but that's not necessarily what will hit the roll immediately. It will be the following year and stuff like that. She is having some success with bringing in more staff, though. Um, we've hired two new appraisers in the last month that will be on board by mid-November. Two of our current appraisers passed their appraisal exam last week. We are currently recruiting for three employees, two in our personal property division, one clerical and one auditor appraiser, and one clerical person in the real property division. We continue to discover unassessed structures and we'll have them on the tax roll as we move forward. Bartlemy's office and planning and building services, which includes cannabis, have been working with the Golden Gate Initiative to identify over $5.5 million in potential savings. The initiative is a small group of county employees, including John Burke, who's widely credited with bringing order to the cannabis department. The details of their cost-cutting ideas will have to be approved by the Board of Supervisors at a first-quarter budget meeting, likely next month. And if the changes are approved, they'll still take time to be implemented. Supervisor Dan Jurdy, who's been on the board for 11 years, said this is the first time since he's served that the board has balanced a budget with millions in one-time funds. Though he's optimistic about the initiative, he still sees a $6 million hole. The Golden Gate Project, you know, they've now come up with $5.5 million in, in savings. I think there's another $3.5 million in some fairly fairly easy to do, but they'll, it'll take 6 to 12 months to implement other savings. That's nine. Um, and again, if, if we have any kind of significant movement on contracts, that could be another 4 or $5 million. So we're looking at maybe $15 million in savings. And I can only personally identify nine. <laughs> So I'm not sure where the other, you know, where the other six comes from. So I'm hoping that the county employees are all coming up with their own ideas, but um, I, I think we're looking at needing another six, either in increased revenues or cuts. But I agree. I think it's unlikely that the assessor's office is going to get a whole lot of new buildings on the tax rolls. Um, and the math basically is, if you look at, if you took an average of 1,400 square feet for an average new house, and I don't know that that is the average, but if you took that you would take 3,000 houses to bring in, I think it was $3 million a year to the county for the, that the county would keep. So, because the rest goes to schools and others. So that's a lot of houses that the assessor's office is going to have to find, and I don't think they're going to find that in the next 12 months. Supervisor Ted Williams raised the estimate and the specter of bankruptcy. So, I, you know, I think we started the year about minus $7 million, and maybe we're going to get hit with $3 million on uh, pension increases from previous raises. Um, we expect the jail will probably be over, although you could argue that that's one time, but the staffing for it won't be. So once it's built, you have millions of dollars of staffing. 
Uh, and then uh, we haven't even gotten to colas yet. You know, we're talking about moving people to market. I think we probably need 20 to 25 million more than we have. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern tapped the brakes, saying she's not considering bankruptcy or laying off staff. You know, there's an incredible amount of rolling up our sleeves that needs to happen. So I just want to be very clear that before we continue that kind of conversation, I want to make sure that the board is all on the same page. And for myself, that would be an absolute last resort. Um, we haven't even talked about layoffs. We haven't. There's a lot of things we haven't considered yet. CEO Darcy Antle said her office is working on gathering more information. We continue to wait for the outside auditor report for the 21-22 uh, fiscal year, and then we would need to see 22-23 year be closed um, and see how we actually end up those years. Um, I've asked for a report on all the reserve accounts so we can really try to maximize and leverage any reserves. We did talk about the 91 realignment, but we do have other realignment accounts that we can look at. But as of right now, those accounts aren't balanced for the end of year of 22-23, so it's hard to, to get that. I, I believe the auditor controller is working very diligently to to get the um, year closed, and hopefully we'll have some more information soon. One department that's getting a closer look is the Cultural Services Agency, which encompasses the libraries and the county museum. Former Director Deb Fader-Samson resigned recently in the wake of a labor complaint. Now Supervisors Jerdy and John Haschak are on an ad hoc committee with a broad mandate to consider the organization, including whether or not the department should continue as an agency. Williams had the last word during supervisor reports. I know you're all probably not happy with me for bringing this up, but I'm really worried about we started off the year in a really bad place. We gave some direction, but then we've been talking about everything else, acting like we don't have a financial crisis. I don't know how you figure the numbers when I write them down and look at it and go through the position allocation table of what we could trim. I just don't see an easy way to get there without a major restructuring. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.